Welcome to the Radical Flow podcast. My name is Angela. Radical Flow is flow that's on a mission, and that mission is to create a much better reality for us all. Welcome to episode four. What is truth? Or maybe a better way to put it is what is your truth? And where does your truth come from? If we were to ask that question on social media, a lot of the responses would tell us what they believed was true. And even further, what the accepted sources of truth are in their opinion. That's not really what I mean. I'm talking about that deep inner knowing truth, that down to your bones truth, where you resonate with things and you feel that vibration that gets kind of confirmed with truth bumps or goosebumps, that kind of truth. Where does that truth come from? Let's explore. In October of 2019, I was sitting, kind of contemplating the year that was coming and trying to kind of figure out what I wanted to do. And I noticed that when I started planning my way forward, I'd get to the end of March and I couldn't see anything past the end of March. It was like March fell off a cliff and beyond it was just this white, fuzzy field of the unknown. Now, I'm not trying to say that I can predict my future. That's not what I mean. I mean, just in general, imagining and visualizing and anticipating. I remember telling friends how weird this was, but it just was happening. When January 2020 hit, my mom got an infection in her leg, and so my sisters and I took turns taking her up to the hospital to get antibiotic IVs. And I remember about day three or four, I was walking out through the ER department, and I don't know if you know this about me, but I have this kind of finely tuned sensory system that allows me to feel energy both inside my body and all around me. And so as I was walking past the triage desk, I felt this thing kind of enter my body. And I remember thinking, oh, fuck, I don't have time to be sick. But of course I was. I'd wake in the morning feeling like during the night I'd shoved one of those bottles of Elmer's white glue up my nose, squeezed the contents into my sinuses, and then let it all drain down into my lungs. I felt like I had this mask affixed to the inner part of my respiratory system. I'd get in the shower, stand in the warm, steamy air for about 25 minutes, enough time to get it to soak into this glue so that I could get it to leave my body. I was exhausted. And in my inner knowing, I heard, you can't get in a room with people like this. Truth bumps. I had a kundalini um, tantric immersion coming up, so I just moved everybody online. And every day I'd get up, do the shower thing, and then throw on a microphone, turn the camera on, pop down on my mat, and start to teach breath work. The breath work was perfect, because the slow conscious breathing enabled me to open up my whole respiratory system and ensure that I got the needed oxygen into my blood. But not just the oxygen, the conscious breathing activated the prana, or the energy and the life force, which was enough to get me through class and into my day. About 11 days in, I ran out of food. 
And so one of my sisters helped me get some food and um, do things more in a natural way. So of course I was trying to load up on garlic and it didn't seem to matter whether I used the garlic I already had or the new garlic that I just bought. It was like there was no power in it, no, no pep, no, no flavor. I didn't know that my sense of smell and taste were being impaired by this particular illness. After three weeks, I was doing pretty much better, except I was a little winded going up and down stairs. So I just stuck to my own teachings and continued to use the natural sources of healing as well as the deep breath work and the energy work to keep things open and moving. When February hit, I was cleaning my house and in my voice, or in my inner voice, I heard, buy toilet paper, goosebumps everywhere. And I'm like, buy toilet paper. That's insane. Is my guidance busted? And then my little eye mind kind of got involved. And it's like, why? Why do I need to buy toilet paper? That's, that's silly. I'm not doing it. I'm not buying toilet paper. And of course, when March hit and all the toilet paper disappeared off the shelves, I just laughed. That's the inner knowing. Now, when we finally discovered what was really happening in the world and the global time out began, my inner guidance said, said, Angela, stay in your lane. Truth bumps. Now this was guidance I clearly understood. My lane was not to get into the worry and the fear. It wasn't to get into any conflicts or arguments about what was really going on or not going on. It wasn't to determine what was true or false. My lane was to stay in the guidance with my own inner truth and to teach others how to do the same. That's my lane. So the next 12 months, I've spent feeling very clear and very centered and very connected, coaching and supporting others to do the same, and practicing now online with this incredible, lovely tribe of people who were dedicated to get up with me every day and do these practices. All the while knowing that deep down Having the collective experience this vastness of the unknown would prove good in the long run, even though it was scary for many. When spring of 2021 hit early February-ish, I was low. My mood was low, my motivation was low, and my indecision was really high. I didn't know what to do next. I was in a house that was going to go up for sale. Maybe I'd buy it. Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe it was the right time to settle down. Maybe I was still a gypsy. I needed a new vehicle really bad. I can't decide which one to get or whether I'm really going to do it. Just nothing was able to happen smoothly. Now, if you know me, I'm a really um, intuitively impulse-driven person, and so this is not my norm to be indecisive. And then one day, I'm standing in the kitchen window holding this nice warm mug of tea and I'm gazing out at s into the vastness there and I'm feeling this sense of low, this lack of motivation, this disillusionment, really. And like I'd lost my gumption. And all of a sudden, truth bumps started rippling through my body and inside I heard the reason you don't know how to step forward is because there's nothing in this reality that you want. Tr 
truth bumps now, even as I say it. It's time for a fresh reality. This was why I couldn't see past the end of March. Past the end of March was this unknown blank slate, not yet created. And what's happened is the collective is just germinating all the seeds in their mental gardens, creating in the moment everything we already contain. And not just seeds from this current timing, but seeds that we've inherited through our lineage, through our genetics. We're starting to see history wanting to repeat itself. Add to that all this accelerated energy we're getting from solar flares and geomagnetic storms. And not only is our Earth being bombarded with these waves of excessive energy, but so are our bodies. And this energy is running through our nervous systems, triggering us in every way imaginable and germinating more and more seeds. It's intense. And we're now finding out what we're made of both individually and collectively. It's testing our resilience. And so how are we faring? Well, a little bit like a runaway train heading for a steep curve. We're stuck focusing on the problems. We're giving fuel to all of our problems, which of course just fuels them to grow. We get stuck in those mental traffic circles that don't seem to have any exits, and we just perpetuate the same old, same old. We're starting to just look for ways to, you know, blame what's causing it or who's causing it. It's tearing us apart and dividing us. We need a fresh reality. But to do that, we need fresh thinking. And fresh thinking exists outside of the current thinking. So if we keep looping back in on the problem and what's causing it and who might be to blame, how are we ever going to have any fresh thinking? We won't. So where does this fresh thinking exist? Well, it exists in creative states. It exists in flow states. Now here's where things get perfect. Flow happens when you unpack a problem, you liberate its energy, and then you focus towards the question, what's a better possibility? And when you focus towards that new and undiscovered, your neurochemistry shifts. It shifts you from stress to curiosity, from curiosity to discovery to aha moments to wows to awesome understandings. You become fully present in the moment and what you know already and what you want to solve focuses you toward what you don't yet know. And pretty soon in that creative flow state, dots are lighting up and connecting to make patterns. And those patterns are revealing fresh perspectives and ideas, ways of doing things. And these new perspectives link in with the old perspectives and start shifting you down to the bones. And this resonance and vibration runs from the infinite potential of what's possible down to the what is already in reality. And you feel those truth bumps resonating and rippling through every part of you. You become fundamentally and foundationally shifted. You become radically shifted. And then these new perspectives drive your actions and outcomes. It culminates into this one foot in front of the other real-time walk in a leading edge of radical flow. 
radical because it's changed down to the foundations. How awesome is that? Over the past six months, a small group of clients and I have been walking in this leading edge of radical flow. We've been discovering and questioning what does it take to build this fresh reality? What qualities and mental frameworks do we really need? And more importantly, we've been learning how do we stay in our lanes and not get pulled into the looping same old, same old of this very compelling, stressful and intense current reality. The answer is always the same. It's radical flow. It's being fully open to unpacking what we already know, liberating all that compressed energy of the stress, and then focusing it towards foundations of truth that we want in our fresh reality, codes of conduct in our behavior, personal responsibility toward how we show up and how in alignment and congruent we are when we do, and toward copious amounts of love and compassion for ourselves and for everybody else. Now these are my truths, my deep down to the bones, resonating, vibrating, rippling truth bump truths. And this is why I stay in my lane and I share as I do in podcasts like this and all the offerings on the Flow Tribe. But what's important now is what's true for you. What truth bumps ripple through your system? Probably not from the meme wars on social media. Probably not from mental pros and cons lists. But from where your whole body says, yes, yes, this is truth. Now maybe you're resonating deeply right now with me fully fluent in truth bumps. Maybe this is your kind of natural way of being and you know exactly what I'm saying. And maybe you feel a little disconnected from this sense of knowing. Maybe you even feel that your own intuition is, you know, shut down. A lot of people still believe that this level of knowing or intuition is only for a select few for whatever reason. But of course that's not true. We are all designed to perceive this way. It's just that sometimes we get stuck in the what is, and we're not connected to that sweet spot that merges the what is with what's possible, the place we call flow. I invite you to deeply step into that question. What's true for me, and where does my truth come from? Now that's a radical flow idea. Thank you for joining me for yet another podcast. It means the world to me that you do. If you're enjoying it, please share. And in the upcoming podcasts, you're going to see more conversations as I have some really beautiful guests joining me to discuss what's it like to live in radical flow. Until then, enjoy the flow. <laughs>